That's my 55. It's been three, it's been three years, and I'm only on 55. And that's my fault. Altogether, it's my fault. But it's okay. Is is better? Actually, it's not better late than never. Oh, fuck it. But anyway, that was 055. Pardon ignorance, the random black kid, also known as Pierre. If you want to call me that, I really don't give a fuck anymore. Um, well, today I don't have my boy Nas, and we're on a whole nother different site. Nas, if you don't know, Lodge is my other co-host. I don't know how many co-hosts I have at this time, but I have multiple. Anyway, we have my <laughs> boy Elijah Lowe, aka Visual Madman, aka dot um, mb. We're going with music, aka that nigga. No, we're going with your rap name, aka yeah. aka Nissan, aka Visual Madman, aka dot mb, aka Earl Sweatshirts Lookalike. I've gotten it all. <laughs> okay, so we so we with we with our, my boy Elias. And my, you probably remember Elias from uh episodes ago, probably a couple years. Um, he we was talking about Elias had at the time. You had uh, it was was it King's 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 what? Corner, yeah, King's Corner. The, yeah, um, I still occasionally do concepts for it, but lately I've just been more focused on the music, like you said, with yourself. I've just been kind of going through like artistic ambiguity. It's been kind of hard to stay consistent with all these other things in life going on, but just like you, I'm going through a transitional phase, and I have a lot of free time, so. I've really been taking that time to focus on the music and it's been coming out pretty smooth. Um, so so I, I, I want to ask a question. So yeah. we had, I had my boy, you know, Henrock, right? Henrock. Yeah, yep. Okay. I had my boy. I got to get another episode with you. Love you, Henrock. But uh, I got another episode with that boy. Henrock makes dope um, music, man. It's fucking great music. Um, <laughs> For sure. So I asked Henrock how, I mean, I know you've been in music for, as well, we go back to what when we were in college together at uh hack and you did music there well yeah. you didn't do music but you were still like you had like your own little set that you would do music with right so how did you like when did you just automatically just you said fuck it i'm just gonna do music from now on when was that moment that you just said okay you know what i have i have done your your king's corner you done that and then you're still doing it you're saying but when mm-hmm. was it just like oh now you're gonna focus on music the whole time it became about the music when i went to jail um i got accused of strangulation and simple assault both of which charges i was found innocent of and that's um, good yeah man I, I i could be in jail right now for something i didn't even do but around the time i went to jail man I was in there, no glasses, no phone, no human contact, you know, spent days in the hole. And all I all I had were my songs. You know, we had Negro spirituals back there in slave days. But that's how I felt. So I just turned to music. And then I realized, like, music saved my life. And I want, I've always had a knack for creating. I've always gone to, like turned to music in the past, you know, to help me alleviate pain, cutting on my wrists, dealing with family issues, things of that sort. And music helped me become less of a sad person. You know what I mean? Like listening to J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and Kanye and Jay-Z, 
people like that that's you know gave me influence but then you also flip it on the head and I've got Pink Floyd and Fleetwood Mac and you know Prince and Michael Jackson like I just love music Frankie Lyman Bob Marley it, it runs deep with me and I feel like I was born to be a musician I have all these other talents I can draw I can sing I can you know I can rap play play a couple of instruments but like for me hip-hop has always been at the core of my being so my project Confessions of a Broken Man is really just about me telling my story but without all of my experiences I would not be the musician that I am today so that's how it came down to music I mean I really didn't have much of a choice this this is just the path that I've been led on so Confessions of a Broken Man so what you already said what your album is about, but what can listeners from here to wherever that you release your music, what are they going to hear? Like what, I know it's mainly going to be hip hop, but you said that you, you threw in Pink, uh, Pink Floyd, you threw in Prince that are both like rock and roll. So what are, where are you going to mix in with this? Cause I know it's going to be a lot of genre mixing other than hip hop. And you can sing as well. And you listed R&B soul singers and everyone in, else in between. So what are listeners going to hear on your album? Well, this album is strictly for the hip hop purist. Um, it's actually a five song EP. And it's more so for the hip hop purist out there. Like at my core, I am I consider myself a hip hop head, but my music taste is expansive you know what i mean I've, i have a rather eclectic taste in music so what i want to do is you know reel people in with the hip-hop and then pull a childish gambino and drop an awaken my love type album and it's like oh this is really good from him too what can't this guy do and then i'm in screenplays and doing all sorts of different stuff like i can write a story just as good as i can you know kick a verse and when i come when i marry the two um I feel like I quite literally become the best version of myself. So, hold up, um, <laughs> something like that. So, so it's a five five song EP. Yeah. Now we do have push. I think it was push was a seven seven song. It was an LP or EP. It was an album, but it was seven songs. Right. Daytona. No. So you had you had Daytona. So did you did you draw? I know there's there's been some people that release EPs that are like two songs or three songs or whatever. But when you came up with this, was was Push on your mind or was another artist on your mind that you was like, you know what, I'm just going to drop this now? And also in saying that, was it just a teaser? Just like, hey, this is what I have to offer. If you stick around, there's going to be more. Or you're just going to be like, you know what, this is what I have right now wait and then watch what happens it's a mix of both like i was just in the studio today working on some tracks um i went down to north carolina with my guy sunny bricks and we just got to work we finished five songs in one day and like you can see like i haven't shaved my hair and braids right now like i'm i'm in album mode 100 percent, and like um I'm very much just um, focused on making the music. Like I, I have a bunch of songs in the archive now. I've been writing verses every day. I've been on different 
interviews, different radio shows, uh, you know, podcasts such as this. I'm really just trying to build up the brand. And then, like, I can focus on, like, putting together a comprehensive, but also, like, fun and varietal album that people can really, like, vibe to in any setting. And that's, you know, I have songs that have, you know, a lower vibe with a good message. And then I have songs where I'm just really, like, talking my shit. <laughs> and, like, that's essentially, I want to have, you know how Drake has, like, catalog music. And it's just like, oh, well, if I'm feeling sad, I'm going to throw Aubrey. I'll listen to Aubrey. Okay. But, but you know how, quote, unquote, versatile he can be. Yeah. You know, realistically... Or even a, a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar, you know, they've got songs for the radio. They've got songs that you listen to in the car. They got songs you listen to when you're down. You got songs to listen to when you want to be up. Like, I want to be able to provide, you know, alternative alternative hip hop, like Isaiah Rashad or, you know, Childish Gambino. But I also want to be able to give you that nitty gritty shit that, like, sounds like I was in the trenches, but really i grew up in the country you know what i mean i have no business ever being in jail you know like i'm a sweet person i they pretty much snoop dogg situation where you know he got pinned with murder but they really couldn't put anything on him because he wasn't the one that did it yeah you're not gonna be out here having me running around and thinking you know i'm this bad guy when it's there's greater forces at work here and I don't know. I'm rambling, but yeah. I can go but on and on. I also have this. So, like, with with your music, do you see yourself trying to get signed, or do you see yourself literally just being independent all the way? Because we we've seen independent guys make it. Chance, well, Vic was, but now Vic's not. We see mm-hmm. like the guys off of um, uh, what is it, uh? Not Spotify, fucking um, was it the the rappers that they just all came in a bunch? Oh, SoundCloud, like SoundCloud rappers. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So, I are mean, you are you gonna be that person that you know you're just going to grind, grind and grind and grind? Or are you gonna be that person that grind and grind and grind to get attention of someone like some company or some record label, not huge, but like a, a mm-hmm. decent sized record label with like good rappers and artists and stuff like that. And then you want to make it to that. Everyone wants to make it to the peak. Mm-hmm. Like you have uh bad boy, you have uh rock, you have top dog, you have everything. So are you that person that wants to stay independent or are you want to be that person that, you know, as soon as you buzz and you're going to buzz. Cause I, I listen to the snippets of the songs and they, they're really good by the way. Thank you. Thank so, you. Are you going to be that person that's going to use that buzz to get mainstream attention? I mean, you're going to get mainstream attention no matter what. But are you going to get, like, the big name mainstream like attention? Or are you just going to stay independent? You know, that's something I've been having so much fun with it that, like, I honestly forgot about the business aspect of it. Like, music has connected me with so many beautiful people, so many beautiful minds. And I feel like as of right now, like I'm not looking to turn it into like a, like a, a full blown. Yeah, like it is it is nice knowing that I have a hundred 
monthly listeners on Spotify. I just hit that today. And I'm like, I don't even talk to 100 people a month or 100 people a year. And yet you mean somebody already have 100 listeners? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it, it's been a humbling experience knowing that, like, I might not get all the likes on social media, but people are tuned into me and, and actually want to hear what I have to say. Like, that's been... Um, it, whether I get feedback directly from them and most of the feedback that I get is good. I really don't get any like negative feedback about my music, but like maybe people have their own opinions. I'm just appreciative of the fact that like someone's actually willing to tune in and give me a listen. Um, So in terms of like the business aspect of it, like I, I think I would want to sign with like a small label and help build that label up. And then pull a Kendrick and start my own but like if I did it all independent I'd be okay with that too because that's essentially what I'm doing you know like I'm not uh the thing is like money money doesn't really motivate me so much as like getting my message out there does and like I'm a very like uh spiritual person so like for me I'm happy with the bare minimum and it's pretty much what I've gotten all my life from like relationships with other people, relationships with myself. I mean, I finally stepped into love in myself after losing so many important people in my life, but that's a different conversation. You know, I just, um, I choose to move forward and music is one of the ways that I've been moving forward. Like I wake up with a smile on my face every day because I get to do something that I love. Even if I don't make a song that day, just knowing that I'm in that space um, has really like helped me as a human being. So so to answer your question, I I can't call it right now, man. Can't call it. I, I mean, mean I mean yeah, it's it's super it's it's super fucking early to call anything. Honestly. Yeah. It's, it's too early, but it's just something that gets you thinking. Like when I when I started this shit like 3 years ago. Like, it's not a, it's not huge and it's not it's like minuscule, honestly. But I didn't have the brains to, you know, fix my issues. Like, it was mostly trial and error. Mm -hmm. So once I got used to it and I started picking up a schedule and then my schedule got super crowded. And now I have that fire to come back to actually do this stuff. And I think everyone and I'm not taking I'm not taking anything from this interview with my boy, but anyone that listens to this or looks out on your YouTube from Spotify to any streaming platforms, I don't care. When I look at those numbers, even though they're low, like Live said, it's just very humbling to hear that people are actually listening to you. And or if right. you go on there, you see views that people are actually watching, even if it's not even for that long, that people just clicked on your video because it looked nice. So, mm -hmm. so, like I say, it's, it's very, it's very early to call, but you you want to build that said record label and then maybe whenever you feel like it or whenever you think you made enough to actually you know to break away and you search your own which is like it's like that's like the everyone did it i mean a lot of people did it drake aubrey whatever you want to call them. uh you have cole, <laughs> you have cole with i mean i have a collective in mind we're called supermind and it's me and two other guys right now um and that's who I was with today, you know, was with my Superman bros. And I'm just, we're just trying to, well, one of them. And we're just trying to do like the Wu-Tang thing where, where it's all about the collective conscience and getting everybody paid. Like, I could care less if I get signed because with the talent that we have 
in our in our camp like like you said we're going to bubble up we're going to buzz so it's just a matter of when not if oh yeah i mean never have that if that if like that kills everybody well if this happens it's going to happen it's going to be a time that's going to happen it's going to come but my my thing is just like I like when I thought about this as well. I thought about like, what if I, what if someone notices this podcast? Like, I thought about that early, early, which I should have never thought about early, but it made me build that fire. So I know you still have that fire, and you plus you're making music. You're doing like you said, you're doing what you love doing, right. and you're going to continue that. But also, I want to ask, what big influence? Like, what albums? If you can name, if you can't name them, or you just like you said, you just make music that is yours. You have influences, but what album after completing this EP? What album or albums do you think kind of like reflects your album? Oh man, um, what re- what reflects it? Yeah, like what, what do you think that it sounds similar to? Like not music wise, but just like like put together, like well put together. Like say that you like to pimp like I to pimp butterfly is oh, the greatest the album yeah. of our generation, in my opinion. So how it was put together in the story and just wrapped all into one. Now it could be that mixed with like let's say the score by the Fugees, and then you say, Well, I sprinkled in Awaken My Love. Like what album or albums is like close, like close knit to your album, or you know you drew inf- in, like inspiration from and put it into that. That's tough, man. Um, you, you know, just give me one. Just give me one. It's it's tough because if I say if I say it's a pimp a butterfly, now niggas are like, oh, he thinks he's Kendrick Lamar, which like no, I've had people. It's not. I've been like, yo, okay. fuck y'all. No, I I, I think in, in your mind it it. Pays homage to that. It's not like I think I'm Kendrick because I'm not fucking Kendrick. No one's Kendrick but Kendrick. Right. I'm right, saying right. this is what closely relates to it. That's what I would tell people. Like, fuck you. Like, this is closely relates to it in my mind. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has their, their opinions, but it's it's your opinion that matters the most. That's fair, man. I the thing is when I went into it, I was just like hip hop all the way. Like I went. Karis one, I want Kendrick, I want J. Cole, I want Jay-Z, I want Kanye, I want shit, Nicki Minaj, Eminem, Lil Wayne. I just I want people to look at my music and be like, this kid has done his research. Like I'm not one of these poop butt ass niggas that's out here. Like, I don't even know who Tupac and Biggie Smalls is. Like I really like this, you know. That yeah, extremely goofy. Um but I would say, like, my biggest influence, my f- two biggest influences are J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Just because 2014 Forest Hills Drive into People Butterfly quite literally, like, changed my life. And then missed him around the Big Steppers. Um, kind of revamped it once again, just with some of the subject matter. And I was going through a lot, dealing with, you know, daddy issues and mommy issues and uh, mortality and you know, trying to be the realest one in the room, even when I'm not talking, which is hard because people see you as a threat when you do open your mouth, but then when you close it, they don't take you seriously. And like, I, I'm, I've never been somebody who's been soft-spoken. I think you know that about me. Like I'm yeah. very much, I'll, I'll tell you about yourself, but I like, I'll, I'll, 
I've been learning to lace my words with honey now instead of venom. Fucking I let that shit rock. (laughs) When I when I reach my wits end, you have to understand something. Like I'm not I'm not gonna sit up here and apologize for the way I feel anymore. It's it's you with the with with the bitch ass tendencies, you know, like don't get mad at me because I'm I walk firmly in my truth and you're upset with me because I finally called you out on something after you've been doing me dirty or after you've like gotten over on me for the last time. Like I'm not letting shit like that slide anymore because I don't have a place in my life for that negativity. I'll let you know and hopefully it doesn't it doesn't come to blows where we're you know raising raising our voices at each other or whatever it may be but for the most part like I'm a straight shooter so I mean, as, as you should be. I think everyone's just me. I I deliver, I deliver. Uh, I'm talking to somebody, any conversation. Like I deliver truth and the most not delicate way, but I give it to you as straightforward as I can because I honestly, there's no point of me lying. There's no point of me beating around the bush. But when it comes to like certain things, yes, I'm going to be just straight up. Like I, I, you know, I said things to anyone and everyone i i've been real with everyone i don't like being fake when i'd say like hey you're kind of fucking up right now that will let people know (laughs) it's just i i honestly like and i have seen for this past year or so how you have how the things have affected you and Mm -hmm. everything else in between and i see you getting better which is the greatest thing ever because at times i really wanted to just be like yo the fuck i really wanted to but then again i saw what you were going through and it's kind of like you can't do that because it's just going to cause more issues so i tried to at least just you know hedge around it be like you know what bro how about you just think about things before you do shit right and that's how it was like i I never i don't with friends like i could be straightforward with y'all no matter what because at the end of the day y'all gonna be straightforward with me because that's why Mm -hmm. i chose y'all as friends because I, we're both the same way like you can hit me with something very blunt and i'm like you know what i understand how you feel fuck you in this point but i understand how you feel but we're so yeah. cool right 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 well, you gave it to me as straight as you can and i'm okay with that right people today is just they can't handle that so yeah. i mean it's whatever like like i said like I, i'm gonna bring i'm gonna wrap it around to music again so when people tell you like opinions like you were saying earlier like oh he think he can drink no 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 it's not that this is what it sounds like. This is how I felt in a moment. This is what I think it is. And this is how it's going to be. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not changing my album. Like, don't, I would never change my album because someone thinks I'm trying to be like someone else. No, no, no this album is still going out. <laughs> I'm not pulling mm-hmm. it and then yeah. releasing it again, but with different songs or adding songs to it. No, no, this album is staying however it was. I'm not at it. Like maybe like when you get the deluxe edition, like you add two, three more songs. You're like yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I got eight on there now. Gotta but have I mean, yeah. Gotta have a deluxe edition, man. <laughs> you got to like I still got. I just found out Tyler released um uh what is it um the call everything me if you get lost. yeah call me if you get lost but everything has to go like some shit like that. Uh, oh. he released that like last month, like the, literally the thirty first of March, and I didn't know that. So now I got to do that. I listen to a lot of albums. I didn't know that was out. Yeah. But 
I have a question before we, we we get into more. So I was waiting for this. This is the question I asked Nas. So if I can fucking find it, I don't know why it always does this. Where is it? All right, here it is. It's uh, yeah, please drink water. I'm dehydrated as fuck, honestly. I just drink all my water. But here's the question. You're What's in that? arena, you're in arena with 50 hawks. 10 crocodiles, three brown bears, 15 wolves, one hunter with a rifle, seven buffalo, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, four lions. Pick two to defend you. The others attack you. The goal is to survive one hour. Who are you going with and why? Whichever has the highest number? Like, I, oh, shit. The highest um, number? I mean, the highest number is 10,000 rats. Oh well, then I guess no. You pick two to defend you. Um, did I have the option from lions and rhinos? There's no rhinos. There's no rhinos, but there are lions. There's four lions. Give me four lions, and then the guy with the gun. And hopefully, I have a gun too. I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but he only has one gun. Well, no, actually, you know what? No, not not the guy with the gun, because that nigga's going to run out of ammo. I'm sorry. I really, you threw so much at me. I don't even remember how, what animals you were trying to say. It was 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, three brown bears, 15 wolves. Ooh. 15 wolves and four lions. Four lions, five gorillas, and seven buffalo, and 10,000 rats. I'm going to die from indecision. You're asking a Libra to make a decision on something. But you only need two. It's not like you need all of them. You need two. Yeah, but like buffalo and brown bears. I wouldn't go with buffalo. Buffalo's going to get mauled and ate by the lions. I mean, they can defend themselves, but they're the hunted. They're not the really hunter. That is true. Okay, give me the lions and I guess the brown bears. You do got 10 crocodiles. I do have 10 crocodiles. Don't and 15 I? wolves. And, oh, right. 15 wolves and then the lions. Or no. 15. No. Well, it depends. Am I like, is there water around? Like, I mean, uh, I, it has to be. I mean, crocodiles can live outside of water. Yeah, this is true, but they're more effective in the water. You know, I feel like this question needs more context. But there's 10 of them. There's 10. <laughs> Got 10 of them. What would you pick, Pierre? I picked 10,000 rats and a hunter. It's 10,000 rats. It is 10,000 rats. How are you going to pick off rats, How you gonna pick off 10,000 10, rats and a hunter with a rifle? True. That is true. That is true. See, I don't, li- I don't like questions like that because I start on one point. Like, I said 10,000 rats. And then... I started overthinking it. I'm not good at making decisions like that. It's actually really unattractive, but it's all good. To the ladies watching, I just give me two choices and I'll, you know? No, don't don't, don't do that. Because the two choices are still not going to be the ones that they're going to (laughs) pick. Yeah, I know. Believe me. me. You'd be like Chipotle or uh, fucking Olive Garden or something. They'd be like, I don't know. Wait, Jesus Christ! They ask you that question and be like, "Well, I don't want Chipotle." 
okay, let's let's go to the fucking whatever else. Like we wouldn't like if you didn't want Chipotle, why would you ask me about Chipotle? It's dumb. <laughs> it's stupid. There's no Hoping reason that you read your mind. I'm not reading your fucking mind. Like it, I can cook. <laughs> That's the thing. I can cook. I don't need to go right. out. I can cook. But um, sure. yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's the question. That's the question I I I'd be asking people because I want to know what the, what they're thinking. So you know, where are you going? Like ten thousand, like New York rats, or just like two thousand New York size rats. <laughs> you give me ten thousand of those. Those are basically small bears. Yeah. You know? so, basically small house that. cats. Right. Right. There you go. Actually, as big as house cats, if we're being honest. Yeah. Fucking terrifying, man. So ten thousand of them. 10,000, 10,000 10, 10, disease-ridden house cats, basically. I think that's all I'd need, honestly. I wouldn't need the second. The second would be me just... And also, take- think about this. Their teeth are so strong, they can bite through metal. This is true. Wow. This is very true. Yeah, give me those rats, bro. Give me those rats, and then it doesn't even matter what the second thing is. You could give me, I guess, the four lines, because I'd want to, like, teach one how to like be domesticated or teach all four of them how to be domesticated and not just be out here rolling with lions. I would love that. There you go. But, so like, you got 10,000 rats, 10,000 New York rats. And then you got, oh, and one of them is Takashi and you got uh, <laughs> four lions. Listen, Takashi did what he had to do. His boys were so dirty to him. They did. They, they try to kill this nigga, try to, Sleep with, or they slept with his girlfriend. They try to kill his mom. I mean, I I'm not saying anything, but you know, if you try that shit, that uh, life. Uh, he did pick that life. Like, there's no, yeah. no, no. Put a gun to his head. I mean, after the fact, they did. Don't put a gun to his head. Like you're joining us. He he willingly did it. So that's he was green as hell. But that's his fault. But anyway, yeah. um, back to music. So, <laughs> so I thought we were talking about music. <laughs> Yeah, we were, but it's, it's a, anyway. Um, so I want to hear two. There's two questions before we end. Okay. Two questions. First question. Name five artists of any genre you want to, any genre that you will love to do a song with, and then our second. And then the second question is probably gonna fuck you up. But five artists. Any genre, and I and I I'll throw this one in. Dead or alive, if you could, if you could bring if if you could bring okay. back the dead as well. So I low key feel like I can answer this question two times over because the people I want to work with are the people that I consider to be like Bob Marley, um, Biggie, two. Give me Pog. Oh, I so really... you go with Dead first. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying people I'd want to work with. Are you saying okay. people I'd want to work with alive only? Actually, no. Let's do Dead and Alive. So Dead oh, first. Okay. So you got so, Tupac, Biggie, Marley, two more. Mac Miller. Definitely Mac Miller because he's just, he's made jazz albums. He's made, you know, soul. He's made alternative music. I just really love how versatile he is. That's how I aspire to be. Mac Miller is also a big influence on me, I should say. Um, I was actually in Pittsburgh when he died, but nonetheless. And then probably um, Michael Jackson. 
or yes. Prince? Yeah, pick one. Prince. Prince. All right. So this, that's so five. Wait. Okay, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, Prince. Prince. That's five. Prince was a Gemini. I feel like we'd flow very well on music together. So then we're gonna have a follow-up question to the follow-up question. So five artists that you would do music with that are live. Any Kendrick genre. Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Cole, um, Jay-Z, Kanye, and probably I've already got Benny the Butcher, so I can cross that off the list. But I know, right? That's tough. Probably Smino. Smino. Smino, love you. Uh, yeah, Smino. I like Smino's vibe. He's a very like eclectic kind of guy. I can tell his his taste in music probably reruns vast. So we probably put like, out... that nigga sound drunk every time he raps. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Friday like, night. Uh, 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 hot as fuck. You got a license? And no, what was the one? Um. Uh, yeah. Where, no, I listen to it. Uh, Defibrillator is probably the best song off of Love for Rent. I I can't sing because one, I can't sing, and two, my voice is shot. But he goes, <laughs> uh, "What is it? I'll be with loves when no one's around. I'll be out of uh, when there's oh! no one around." Wait, 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 wait! I gotta take off Jay Z and put Childish Gambino in there. Oh shit! You're gonna make a lot of hip hop people mad. I know, I know. It's it's not that I wouldn't work with Jay Z. It's just that Childish Gambino, his sound and my sound, just like it's that's like, the sound that I aspire for. I've been compared to Jay Z bar wise, but the thing is, I really want that. Childish Gambino sound. I want to be able to put out those like weird albums that everyone like realizes later on were masterpieces. Gems. Mm-hmm. Like because the internet, um, probably under super underrated. Should have won a super, Grammy. I mean, super, it probably won. It probably won Grammys, but yeah, super underrated. And if it didn't, it should have. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, we, yeah, we've all been stubbed for an award award before. Um, yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick, good Kendrick. Oh, and Cole, and Cole, because Iggy Cole. won. Yep. What Watch the fuck? Iggy win a Grammy as I try to crack the smile. That shit Real is insanity. He predicted his own life. That's that's insanity. But, um, yeah, back to without Shmino, bro. That shit, that nigga is crazy. But, uh, well, I guess I'd probably take Shmino off and put Jay-Z on, just because, like, Jay-Z is a huge influence on me. Reasonable doubt. Gets yeah. consistency, and then I left Nas off too. Fuck, yeah. I don't like making choices, man. I understand, but we have to. It's <laughs> music right now, so yeah. I, I asked that. Now the question is this: There's two parts, album wise, a joint collective album. Oh man, um, name five dead and five alive that you would do a joint album with. All right, so I'd want to join album with any 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 genre, any artist. Give me a joint album with like Big L. Big L. Just because I feel like his body of work was so short. That he has speaks for itself. 
Yeah. And I feel like if I was given an opportunity to like find like some lost tapes from him, I could really put together a honestly, if it's if it's big L, it's gotta be Biggie Smalls. It's gotta be Tupac. Um, of course Bob Marley's in there again. But sure. then I would say Michael Jackson, especially on Invincible, he had a much heavier, like, um, subject matter. So I feel like I could put put out a nice, like, hybrid album with him. And it would be, like, a hybrid, a crossover between that pop and that, like, hip-hop sound. Um, yeah, I feel like if Michael Jackson and I could hop on an album together... Michael, if you're hearing this from the afterlife, uh, send me a sign. You know, I would love to work with you. <laughs> so now, Five Alive, that you would do, that you would do music with, Five Alive. Okay, so it's pretty similar to my list before, but obviously Kendrick. Like I, I've always said to myself, like if I can get a song with Kendrick Lamar, then that'd be awesome. Um, Jermaine, I really wanted Jermaine. to do a track cool. with, um, with Sway Lee and Slim Jimmy. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun because, like, you got to have oh, a uh, Ray Shrimmit. Ray Shrimmer. Yeah, I couldn't think of their actual name. Um, if I could get a song with them, I feel like I would be able to go up in the clubs and, you know, just because, like, I, I've, I'm on that conscious tip, but I also like to. I don't like to go to the club, but if I was getting paid to make an appearance, I want to hear my shit in there. And um, they, you know, they would help me be able to do that. Uh, that's three, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Arctic Monkeys. I'm a really big fan of their music. I love how heavy their guitars are. I, I so, know them. I never heard of them, but I know them. Do I want to know? It's like one of the best rock songs. I like like indie rock. Um, I I know that's a curveball from what I've been saying before, but I feel like they would accompany my voice very well. We could have like a ninety nine problems thing kind of going on. Um, but finally, I'd probably want to work with numb. You could have said numb encore. Yeah, true. There you go. There you go. Numb encore. Exactly. And then. Five, probably Kanye. Just because I feel like he's misunderstood, but he's dude's still a genius at the end of the day. I'm misunderstood. I've been called a genius. And I I know when you have like a high level of intellect like that, like people just don't understand you. And like at this point in my life, I just really don't want to be understood. I kind of want there to be like an enigma, an air of like a shroud of mystery surrounding me. Mm-hmm. Um. In fact, one of these days, I will do something with that enigma thing, and it'll just be. I'm not gonna say when. I'm not gonna say where. But you know, I kind of just told on myself right there. So I'm not good at keeping secrets. But I, I would really love to do like an, an MF Doom type thing, where, you know, I've got like the mask on, and everyone thinks I've retired from rapping, but really I'm just using the voice changer and. <laughs> you know that that'd be cool and i'll just get to keep doing it into my like 50s or something or 60s 
after everyone thinks that like I've you know wrapped up. I mean, uh, you could you you could have said you could have pulled a, a flying lotus and just been Captain Murphy. Shit, there you go. You could have been Captain Murphy the whole time. When they there found out Captain Murphy was from Adult Swim and everything that was fly low, they everyone went fucking insane. Because <laughs> Captain Murphy was still good, and then yeah. Flying Lotus is the fucking ultimate fucking producer. So, bro, more featuring Anderson Pack is my shit. Oh yeah, that never catch me. Um, um what's the song with uh, Thundercat off of uh that album, the same album with more on it? I know what you're talking about. It's um, I keep waiting. The no, climb, the climb, the climb, the climb. Yeah. And I love. Oh my god, this is one of my favorite songs by they fly, fly Lotus and Thundercat, Thundercat crossover. It's a, it's the greatest thing every single time. I don't care what anyone say. Those two go together so well. From Thundercat with his bass playing to Flying Lotus just producing tracks, it's fucking insane every single time they link up. They need to do. I, they probably already have a joint album, but Jesus Christ, they need to drop another one. Another good one is No Worries, um, Anderson Pack and Knowledge. Yes. Oh man, that's that's they, a solid. They're the vibe. He said, "Move as a motherfucker." Underrated is is the Big Rabbit and Alchemist. Actually, anyone in the Alchemist. Anyone, yeah. anyone in the Alchemist. I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. Earl Sweatshirt. They they dropped a secret album that everyone's still trying to find on the internet. They said if anyone finds wow. it, good luck. Uh, Big Rabbit and the Alchemist. Oh my God, you. Bro, it don't matter who the Alchemist has, bro. His the songs are just so great. The production is so fucking great. Every right. single time, the Alchemist is probably one of the greatest producers of all time. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, hey, you could you could have did that on that, but now you gave I, us your five. I still get goosebumps hearing "Hold You Down." That no, hold no. you down. I have to send it to you. Hold yeah. you down. I probably know it, but I don't. I don't. If I don't hear it, I probably won't figure it out. It's uh, old, so like I don't know. But we're coming near to near to the end, and I mean we we've been doing this for years. Like I said, uh, thank you to everyone that listens, no matter what. I don't have the greatest voice. I I I'm not the most uh was it spunky person um for doing <laughs> podcasts. I'm really not. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's just uh, my you ask my, a question, man. my no. It's just like oh overall. Like even if it wasn't you, it's everyone else that I have on here, or just co-host or whatever the fuck. Like I'm not, but anyway, it doesn't matter about me. We're we're here for my boy lives. Uh, honestly, the 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 most it's probably probably going to be the most anticipated and locally anticipated because you like you said you've been I've been seeing your name through like small clips of like internet lore and everything else in between. Uh, you've been on all these radios the shows that you've been on you got benny the butcher which i heard a snippet of it and i was like damn this nigga really about to start snapping uh <laughs> I, you you already have an ep so every, everything is just going up and if no one knows who he you are and and if people who do know this man has 
gone through a lot. This man has climbed up. This man has, you know, he lost people. He gained people. He stayed, the, the, he always stayed true. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it wasn't the best times, but he's made it through and he's, he's putting his hard work and dedication into all this. And I'm honestly from breaking away from this whole podcast thing. Now, even if, if I cut this off and ended it right now, I still say I'm super happy for you. Honestly, and this past year has been crazy. Personally, mm-hmm. I already know, but I'm super happy for you that you actually found something that you love doing and that you're striving to do and that you're going to grind out and actually found something that you're going to hold down and do whatever you want to do. So big ups to you for that. Big ups to the music career and it's going to take off. It's not going to be an if, it's going to be a when, when it takes <laughs> off, but it's going to take off. Yeah. So yeah. last thing, last that we always do on here. That that reminds me of the Burner Boy song. Last, last. Now everyone try to break fast. Uh, anyway. Um last thing. What 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 do you have to say? what's your final what's your final say? Final thoughts, final everything. Uh I mean confessions of a broken man dropping April 30th. Um you know, I'm not I'm not expecting a whole lot of people to pick up on it right away just because like, I'm not the most like known. I mean, people know who I am, but I feel like for the last few years, I've really been handling a lot on my own. So maybe there's a lot of support out there that I'm just not aware of. And, you know, it's, it's, I, like I said, I've reached a hundred monthly listeners today on Spotify and I'm like, who are these people? Um, and I'm up, you know, rough drafts of songs that I haven't even mastered yet. And I have that many followers already. Like, I just, I just feel extremely blessed and um, humbled, honestly, by this whole experience. Like, I can't believe that 100 people want to listen to my dumbass spit into a mic. So um, all I can try to do is is um, give them the, the greatest project that i can possibly provide and hope that one day uh that 100 is 1000 and then 10,000 and then 100,000 and then a million and then 10 million and then hey yeah, who knows what that I'm- boy sway do now you hear that shit you hear that <laughs> I, I don't know what he be saying you 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 weak motherfuckers you hear that shit that's hip hop that's hip hop yeah. talk that's hip hop man you know i'm just I'm just trying to put on for my ancestors. I'm trying to put on for KRS One and 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 Biggie and Pac who are gone now, and even you know jazz art- artists like Muddy Waters and you know Howlin' Wolf and no, that's not so much jazz rock, but you know like Miles Davis. It's all connected. All this music that we we kick out is all connected. Um, and I just I have I feel like I'm a conduit for it, and then it allows me to channel it um you know into my hip-hop which will then become the alternative and the rock and whatever it is that i so choose i'm not i'm not a rapper i'm a musician and that's what i'd like to close on you know i love music music loves me back and yeah well big ups to big ups again to lodge big ups to whatever 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 you have found and you have found it 
and big ups to the music career that's going to take off. Like I said before, I have anything. I have nothing else, but just the thing I, I just just said anyway. I'm happy for you. Um, Thank you. Thank it's it's. Like I said everything sounds good from the snippets that I heard on on uh, social media to everything else. It sounds good. Um, I would like to come back and we do this again sometime. Uh, to everyone that listens, I again thank you. It's it's coming up on three years since I've done this and had this idea. Um, congratulations like said, to you, man. That's no small feat. It's not, but uh, I wish it was bigger. Honestly, I, and that's my fault. But I'm I'm going to grind at this, just like how you're grinding at your music. I'm going to grind at this, and then I'm gonna make sure that um people see it, people hear it, people get to know you, people get to know me, people get to know everything that goes on. Um. Dropping, dropping episodes left and right now. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing a live, a little bit of live stuff as well. Uh, once I get myself together, um, have those out as well, so y'all can hear this through an app, like you know, any streaming platforms from YouTube to anything else or whatever, Twitter, uh, TikTok, wherever the fuck ever this lands. Pornhub. <laughs> Me and my boy Michael always joke about that Pornhub shit. Uh, hey, brother, just keep it going. There's gonna be consistency. We're gonna see a lot. I I hope to see a lot more from you. Uh, again, uh, thanks again for everyone listening. Um, thanks to my boy Lodge. Uh, his rap career is gonna take off. Um, thanks to everyone that listened to him and put a hundred listeners onto his Spotify profile. Thanks yeah. to everyone that listens to this. Thank you to everyone that listens to this and has put on. I don't know how many motherfucking listeners that we had on here, but thank you again for listening. Um, that's all we have. Uh, until we meet again, the Red and Black Kid, my boy Lige. Visual Madman, baby. Visual Madman, a.k.a. Asad. What is it, Asad? Nassan. That's Asad. my middle name. Nassan. Nassan. A.k.a. Dot MB. A.k.a. AKA Elijah Lowe. A.k.a. I love you all. <laughs> That's not AKA, but okay. Anyway, until we meet again. <laughs> I right. am love. Shit. <laughs>